What's up, yo? Oh, hi. How are you doing today? Oh, um, I'm doing great, Eric. I would say that, like, uh, fiscally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, I'm, I'm thriving. Oh, is uh, is little Ty in his in his bake bag? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The bag grow bigger. The pockets grow heavier every day. So and I'm somewhere between pockets, better huh? and best. Yeah. Wow. So are you are you getting rich off stocks right now? <laughs> is that uh, what's going on? I think I, every day I'm lucky to break even on the um, failing stock market. It's crooked. Wow. So are you actually uh, a stock bro? Are you investing or or what's going on now? Well, uh, like white guy in their mid twenties is into the stock market. That's kind of like a um, a coming of age moment. Mm. It's like when when women hit twenty five and get really into their horoscope. You know, mm. I was gonna say OnlyFans. But, or OnlyFans. Yeah, the male equivalent of that is like mm-hmm. buying sneakers and playing the socks, <laughs> playing stock games. <laughs> yeah, man, we're in a weird time right now where you know the modern power couple is you know the woman is on OnlyFans and the man is playing the stock market and you know getting rich off Blockbuster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and every Sunday night they count their gains around the um, dinner table and see who um, profited more that week. What a beautiful love story. Truly a modern romance. Um, mm-hmm. So, so walk us through this. This this is a big story right now in the news, right? So people are, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not very financially literate when it comes to stocks, but from what I understand, and you can correct me, Ty, is, um, you know, people are blowing up these stocks. People are organizing themselves on Reddit to blow up certain stocks um, where. In these cases, when you like buy a bunch of a stock or when you when a hedge fund like invests in a stock and it goes up in price, they like lose money, right? So that's like yeah, dude, that's they, kind of what's happening. I don't want to get it at all, man. <laughs> this is a subway podcast. <laughs> we are not financial advisors. We make paper, but we do it the old fashioned way, which is grunt work. That's a fact. Selling ourselves, selling ourselves online. Yeah. When we, uh, yeah, exactly. When we, um, you know, compare ourselves on the lifter slash gamer scale, we skew more towards mm-hmm. the lifter side, where we are, you know, our output directly matches our input, <laughs> versus, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we get paid based yeah. on how much we work, uh, and like that's a fact. You know, shit we do versus like gambling, but um. But hey, you know what? I would say that we are we're the most white collar lifters, though. We're like it's the podcasting is like white collar lifting. That's true. Um, yeah, we are. You know, biweekly or twice weekly, we are creating content for you guys, and you know, you guys are the ones that line our pockets. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay, so obviously Subway is uh, not being blown up by redditors right now. So, what mm-hmm. can we do to change this tie? <laughs> how, how do we save our beloved think, subway restaurant yeah so subway is in an unfortunate situation that they explored a franchise model rather than ipoing like all the cool companies mm. so you can't actually buy stock in subway so reddit cannot save subway right now mm. however um maybe a bunch of gamers could band together and uh, open some new locations <laughs> wow make their own GameStop, a sub stop 
Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Substock. Wow. So you're uh, telling me you can't buy any substacks or substocks? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think yeah. so. But you could just support Subway instead of putting twelve bucks into a stock. You could put twelve inches into your mouth. <laughs> and that's another way to support the way. <laughs> so you can get down on both knees and open wide for sub for big for big yeah, Jared. Just- just take it for Jared. <laughs> Damn, bend over and close your eyes for Damn. Big Jared because he's coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. So, and okay, I bring this up because Subway to me seems like one of those companies that would benefit greatly from this kind of movement right now because, you mm-hmm. know, we're seeing companies like Blockbuster and like Blackberry kind of explode right now because they're like, mm-hmm. it's like funny almost to like make them look so valuable at the moment because of how mm-hmm. irrelevant they are. And it's kind of like Subway. Mm-hmm. They are actually, you know, sinking in the market. They're closing more locations than ever because of COVID. And they were doing that even before mm-hmm. COVID. They were closing locations. They closed, I think, 2,400 mm-hmm. locations last year. Yeah, that's no small that's number. That's no small number, that's, buddy. Even if you got 44,000. That's thousands 000, of foot longs that will never be eaten. Yeah, that's like potentially millions of inches of sandwich that are not being made anymore. <laughs> yeah. So it would you'd think that like the gamers would come through and find a way to get Subway back on the up and up, yeah. but I have a few hypotheses why that isn't happening. Okay. Here. The first one is that Subway is IRL only. <laughs> Subway's digital footprint is practically non-existent. Literally breadcrumbs on the internet. Whoa. And gamers don't leave their basement, so they're not likely to even uh, cross paths with the way unless they're unless they're going to like a land party or like I don't know their annual haircut (laughs) that's yeah that's a really good point and you can't even have it delivered when bay is over because you can't deliver sandwiches at least from subway you can't and also bay is not Mm -hmm. coming over Fair enough. <laughs> Bay doesn't Bay exist. Bay doesn't exist in this case. Bay is your uh anime pillow in this in this scenario mm-hmm. with with like a sandwich yeah. taped to its forehead. <laughs> um yeah. G- gamers are dreamers. Gamers truly um, are dreamers, which is why you would expect them to be more into subway. Um we don't actually see that many gamers there. We it's all it's all old fashioned uh guys who, you know, pull themselves up by their bootstraps types, you know? <laughs> That's a fact. And so this leads to hypothesis number two, Eric, mm-hmm. which is that Subway on the gamer lifter spectrum skews farther into the lifter quadrant than the gamer quadrant. And I say that because you got like David Beckham-like people <laughs> that are like actively sponsoring Subway. You've got the NFL supporting Subway. I love the fact you have this, I like... love the idea that like an athlete is sponsoring Subway versus the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just it's so Subway like plays in the lifter crowd, which I think is um important because the gamers want to distance themselves. Mm. But you know what? They've actually Any, anybody uh, alpha alpha males go to Subway. That's true, but you know what? I think they've actually found kind of a niche perspective at sponsoring lifters um, because they'll sponsor specifically washed lifters. So, like for example, like Bill <laughs> Belichick, like he's not a lifter, but he's in he's in mm-hmm. the world of like sport, you know. 
He's not Facts, somebody who yeah. he, he can't throw lifters. a football, but he can tell you how to throw a football. And that's like the perfect right. place for so, the perfect guy to sponsor. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like Subway Sweet Spot, Sweet Onion <laughs> Spot, if you will. Subway Sweet Onion Spot is being lifter adjacent. Lifter adjacent. You want to be good, good with the lifters, but mm-hmm. also know how to like, you know, rock a 5 KDO in Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's how you appeal to everybody. Yeah. Because if you go if you go full lifter, you're gonna have like you're you're just like jeans and a t-shirt. Average Joe, it might be alienated a little bit. Average Joe won't know what to get at Subway anymore, um, and you know he's mm-hmm. not getting that protein bowl, <laughs> the, the the cold cut layered on <laughs> top so of bad. a salad. Um, mm-hmm. Do we talk about Subway um, clearing the air with bowls versus salads? I think we did. Right? Um, I do want to give us a quick summary of subway's uh statement (laughs) yeah we might have mentioned this in a previous episode but subway came through and they let me know the difference they actually directly contact you salad they dm'd me and they said listen ty we appreciate uh how much you propel our brand yep uh truly a figurehead of the, (laughs) the subway movement uh they said the difference between a salad and a bowl is that a bowl has more protein. They're protein bowls. So we have it. Right? Protein bowls. Is that, yeah. is that like a keto diet? Like what, what is a keto diet? It's like no carbs, right? It's like meat and fat and shit. And uh, then like, but just like no bread. So is this keto friendly? I guess it's keto friendly. It's yeah, totally. Keto daddies are going to be all over these protein bowls. And there's a double meat promotion. Mm. Shout out to Subway's marketing team happening Damn. right now. Nothing like when you and your best <clears throat> homie reach ketosis together at Subway at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Subway really brings uh, pe- yeah, people think... together. And once again, this is kind of a lifter move, though. I think keto is lifter energy. Keto is lifter energy? Is that what you just said? Have yeah. Some... Well, Caring about well, your diet? Have you ever met... like? <laughs> Have you ever met a gamer that like does keto? All gamers are like um, gluten free. It's a different mm, world. They might be like lactose free pussies. They're like, mm-hmm. no, I can't stomach mm-hmm. milk. <laughs> That's the most pus- even babies can stomach milk. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! If you can't if you can't drink milk, man, if you can't handle a cup of milk, don't even walk yeah. into a subway. You're in for a L- bad literally time. Literally, babies are tougher than you. They have a better stomach than you, man. That's wild. Yeah. That, that tuna fish, will it will rip your insides out. Probably for a different reason. <laughs> yeah, totally. Do you want to hit the <laughs> listeners with um, this week's news in Subway? Yeah, this is the latest scandal in sub news. Um, but Subway is being sued in California, I believe, for um, not actually selling real tuna in their tuna salad or their tuna, uh, whatever you want to call it, their tuna sandwich. So mm-hmm. apparently some yeah. independent testing has been done to determine that there's actually no traces of tuna at all inside the tuna sandwich. Um, and that's, you know, that's wild. Reading this, you might be thinking, oh, God, here we go. Is another like, you know, the bread fiasco all over again. But this time it's the tuna. The chicken fiasco. Yeah. Uh, so many fiascos. It might even lead you to believe like or make you worry even more because then you might be wondering, well, why does it smell like fish inside the subway then? If it's not mm-hmm. fish. <laughs> um, <laughs> so 
so there's that. But then Subway also immediately claps back and saying that the claims are completely baseless and that there's no facts here. Um, that the, mm-hmm. the the firm or the lawyer office is uh, just doing this for publicity, and they've been doing this previously uh, to other companies and other brands. So, what do you what do you think of this tie? Mm-hmm. What do you make of it? It's just two two conglomerates coming head to head here in the news. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know what side to believe. I just <laughs> I know there's something fishy going on here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right, though, that if there's no tuna in the tuna sandwich two questions is it the artists that make it smell like fish in there <laughs> and uh what's actually in the tuna fish if it's not tuna i read in the um in the lawsuit that it was uh described as a mix of various concoctions oh yeah i'm very curious though what that is i know they didn't provide what exactly they did find um, but Subway was quick to say, like, it is um, a flake tuna, flaked tuna <laughs> with uh, some creamy mayonnaise. And then they said some additive for like flavor, which is very on brand. And uh, mm-hmm. they, they even went as far as to say that people enjoy it. <laughs> they had to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, everyone loves the tuna. It is, I read, one of the most popular sandwiches. It's like top five, which I think is crazy. It is pretty crazy that it's top five, but there's only like eight sandwiches there. <laughs> so <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Top five is pretty yeah, easy to top hit. Top five and it's not It's five. mids. Um, so top five, top five. What's, in, what's in the tuna then if it's not tuna? I'm thinking like, there's obviously like it's 80% mayo it's 80 20 mayo to other substances and i'm thinking about like the texture of tuna the mushiness uh i'm feeling like maybe there's like some jello like substance in it mm. i mean it's really anyone's guess here um but i like you know we do like the 80 20 rule on this pod and i i do think that uh you know whatever it is it's it's creating some problems for for our customers and for the brand here right now mhm yeah <laughs> So, have you ever have you ever ordered the tuna sub? Oh yeah, dude, uh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, not in recent memory, like never with you. That's for sure, because I respect our coworkers too much. But yeah. I would do it, you know, after after class, you know, in high school or or mm. even in elementary school. It was a classic option, definitely like an yeah. OG Subway menu item. Yeah, nothing like an after-school snack to dig into six inches of tuna. Absolutely. Six inches seems like an appropriate amount of tuna to eat. Like, 12 (laughs) inches of tuna is way too much. That's like a whole fish. Damn, that's (laughs) the whole fish, man. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, dude, that's just, yeah, way too much fucking fish. I hope this uh, doesn't get deleted off the menu, though. I would it would be a real shame if it got deleted because I also have like had tuna a few times. Yeah. When I'm um feeling pescatarian-y, I like to like dabble with a bit of tuna, melt some cheese and marinara sauce and make a melt at Subway. That's my kind of go to tuna strategy. You hit the tuna with marinara? Yeah, I like the um mix of warm bush and warm bush. Mm, too mush on mush. So is that like a is almost like a shrimp cocktail like vibe you're going for? <laughs> yeah i guess you could say that it feels like um kind of like a pizza sub but then uh it has a bit more spunk dude that thing is definitely getting stopped at the border like if you if you're <laughs> on a road trip and you got a marinara like spunky tuna sandwich then <laughs> that you're getting pulled over and arrested for like reckless oh. driving probably 
Yeah, dude, the minute you crack your window at the, at the <laughs> border, they're going to be they're going to be like, "What is that scent? You're not coming in here. We yeah. need to search the whole vehicle." Yeah, we got to search this wet market for any traces of tuna and marinara. <laughs> no kidding. They have like a poster inside the like fucking box office toll booth thing. It's like, mm-hmm. have you seen this sandwich? And it's like a, a red tuna sandwich. <laughs> oh man, it is definitely like um, the 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 underdog here. <clears throat> you gotta you gotta try it before you shit on it, but it's <laughs> it's not bad. You like that? It's just um, like a soothing, soft feeling in my mouth. Soothing and soft, twelve inch in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you. but you like to put marinara on almost everything, like. Mm-hmm. You've done it with the veggie patty I've seen. You've done it with the falafel. As as a vegetarian king, is the marinara a quick and easy way to add some spunk to your sandwich? Absolutely. <laughs> it brings heat. It brings, like... Steam? <clears throat> steam, literally. And it's a really nice way to sneak in an s- extra sauce without the judgmental eyes of your coworkers. Like, <laughs> if you get tuna and marinara, like, if the tuna is 80% mayo, you're already two sauces deep <laughs> before you even hit the sauce station, Eric. And no one even notices. <laughs> yeah. So then you, you, can, you uh, can hit six sauces, no problem. Holy shit, you're on six saucer? You, you could also, <laughs> you know, play it off like you're being healthy and not get any sauce. Technically, you got no sauce. And you can say, look, technically no sauce. You can say, look, I don't get sauces, guys. I'm, uh, I'm mm-hmm. trying to be in my health bag today, um, but Fox. secretly you're, you're tucking two sauces under the toque at the beginning of the line. <laughs> yeah, just tuck it under the under the hood. Yeah. Um, so yeah, marinara is a real sleeper hit on the menu for me. I agree, actually. I need to um, hit uh, that up next time. Yeah, but uh, but the tuna that is a uh, that's a controversial one. I think like. A lot of people shit on the tuna at Subway. Um, it makes sense that it's like the next in line after the chicken to have a scandal because tuna <laughs> is often called the chicken of the sea. Uh, <laughs> but I was thinking about like, if you have a bad experience with the tuna fish at Subway, it's probably on you because there's you're probably not the demographic that's eating tuna fish at Subway. Like the two types of people that eat tuna fish at Subway is like, the really older demographic they have because they're used to eating like mushy substances they like their mashed potatoes their cream of corn they go for that cold mm-hmm. glass of milk mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so they they like the texture the mouthfeel and then there's like the really young the kids that are kind of running in there after soccer practice they love to go for tuna because they <laughs> they like 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 dunkaroos you know hamburger helper tide pods that kind of crap mm, tuna me tuna mm-hmm. so but so they are based on the, the diet i just described they are completely unconcerned with the ingredients and whether or not it's really tuna doesn't matter to a 10 year old yeah dude so if you, your problem is the texture or the insides it's your fault because you're just not the demographic yeah i mean i wonder if it's uh, mayonnaise base is the most accessible part of this like mayo is the most accessible condiment because it's like it looks approachable, you know, it's just a white creamy substance, um, mm-hmm. you know, not too crazy with flavor. I guess it gets a little controversial the older you get, you're either in, uh, you're either a mayo head or not. But as a kid, I think mm-hmm. it's pretty universal that you're into mayo. It's universally loved by kids. Absolutely. I think kids also, they, they're not really concerned about like the um, qualities of their breath after a meal. Whereas me, it doesn't I cross their mind. Fish. <laughs> no, I'm like literally 
swallowing my Aesop mouthwash afterwards. You are the type to swallow. Um, <laughs> you're the type to swallow, but more specifically, uh, Aesop mouthwash because you want to go that go let that go to waste. You know. Yeah, well, no, it's not about savoring it. That's you. You're like a spit and then reuse kind of guy. Fuck off! No way. <laughs> Thri- thrifty Eric over here. No, 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 no. I spit out See, my... I, I take a big sip of Aesop mouthwash and I spit it right out. I don't even go the full 30 seconds. Wow. <laughs> just It's just passing through. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you at the border with your marinara tuna spunk sub. I love my Aesop mouthwash, but I'm not... I don't use it very often. Like, my LP doesn't like the um, <laughs> kind of the, the, the scent of anise, so... <laughs> I don't, I don't Damn. get to use it. That is tragic. I, I, I only use it for me. Me, I can't get enough of it. The clove bud just really just, mm, when it gets in between my, my, my chick, chiclets, <laughs> <laughs> it just really gets me. It just, I feel, I feel like a million bucks mm. refreshed and invigorated. Do you ever do like a, you know, equal parts Aesop mouthwash and then equal part uh, like Listerine with fluoride just to really like clean the sweet onion sauce out of there. Yeah, but the problem with Listerine is that like in most mint tooth or most mint uh, mouthwashes is that it feels like you're getting punched in the face. Like it's a stronger hit than like um, oh, yeah. a Subway jalapeno. Oh yeah. So I don't. I haven't tried this yet. I'm gonna get order some of the uh, Marvis. They make some mint mouthwash. Have you tried Marvis's? No, I have not. I just um, got some new toothpaste, though. The, mm. uh, the whitening mint. But nice. I haven't... I just started using a Listerine uh, <laughs> mouthwash, and I do like being punched in the face repeatedly before bed. It feels nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Do you, uh, do you keep a pocket mouthwash on you at all times, or no? Uh, almost always. I like to keep the, uh, the two ounce of the Aesop. <laughs> But we'll see if this Marvis goes over. I don't know why, um, like a sixty-year-old Italian mouthwash brand. Of course, they're gonna do a good job. Yeah, I mean, it's the it's the menswear of of dental hygiene. That's a fact. <laughs> Marvis is fashion. <laughs> Marvis definitely is menswear. Um, but speaking of sneaking subs over the border, did you see that um, Subway launches a passport now, uh, so you can get your sandwiches across the European border? Mm. So this is a response to uh, the news previously covered a couple episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so Subway literally launched this passport. Uh, it's called the Sub Waiver. And there's a little document that you can get at Subway, I'm guessing in, in London or, or any, elsewhere in Europe, that um, it says on the card that it entitles the carrier of the Sub Waiver to transport their plant-based TLC sub across the border because this is technically a vegetarian uh, sandwich. TLC, of course, mm-hmm. therefore, tastes like chicken, if you're not already aware. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this document just certifies that it's not containing any meat or dairy. It is mm-hmm. uh, custom safe. And uh, mm-hmm. our you know, frontline worker, uh, UK long haul drivers are eligible to uh, eat, mm-hmm. eat and drive in their uh, Tesla self-driving uh, 18-wheeler. Mm-hmm. And this uh, pr- uh, sub waiver passport, it was obviously made in response to the EU banning all meat and dairy entry from the UK. Mm-hmm. So you can just sneak through there with your plant based chicken. And I think this would probably also be valid for the tuna we've learned today. Absolutely. It's, it's not anything. It's not meat. It's not fish. 
it's not dairy. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if you got the mayo in there, then it could be. But I mean, <laughs> I like, think that's uh, real mayo, Eric. <laughs> dude, I like to believe that it's a little bit of Sir Kensington's, uh, you know, luxury mayo in there. Yeah, um, damn. I just copped some from Whole Foods yesterday. <laughs> Um, I don't mind the Sir Kensington's, but I think it's a little bit too olive oily. No, well, that's that's like the best part. It's got to be a little yeah, olive oily. So. It can't be like I don't want to be eating like a dairy sandwich. GP, I just feel like I don't want my mayo to be too um, obnoxious on the on the bread. I like it when mm. the mayo plays a plays its supporting role that it's mm. supposed to. It's the it's the Robin of the Batman Robin relationship. I got you. Exactly. So you know, as soon as it starts to do Batman moves, well, I'm not, I'm not as happy with it. Mm-hmm. So wait, hold on. Are you talking about the original, you know, mixture here? Or are you talking about the avocado oil version? Because I feel like that version mm-hmm. you might fuck with a bit more. It's $2 extra. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I'll upgrade to avocado oil. Yeah. They're like Apple. They're selling you the problem and the solution. thanks apple good tim Tim crook at it again um but important to know this passport is not an official document (laughs) which is pretty funny but you can get it at your subway i wonder if they like identify their drivers yeah at time of purchase they like say like oh you if you drive a truck like here's this in case you need to cross the border today it's probably pretty easy to call them as they see them yeah, exactly. Legs are still asleep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eyes are glazed over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a cool little creative solution. That's great. Um, yeah. It's nice to see Subway um, once again, like playing in this IRL marketing space, appealing to lifters in particular and trying their best to be relevant. Mm hmm. No one else is um, going to help them. Literally, nobody wants to help them. That's why it's on us to, uh, you know, boost the brand mm-hmm. and to get people thinking fresh out there. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, once COVID's over, have a huge meetup <laughs> at Subway. Yeah. The inches will be a flowing. They'll be a flowing. Vaccine will be distributed. Um, you know, we're our the Think Fresh vaccine is in uh, our clinical trials, phase mm-hmm. three trials right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just looking to see if it works on uh, pregnant women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they can um, wine and dine at Subway. Exactly. Um, but listen, I want to tell you about the healthiest and least healthy things you can order from Subway. This is a new article I found today based on uh, a dietitian's recommendation. Wow, a real dietitian? A real dietitian. So let me just read to you um, exactly what they said is, you know, the most healthy thing and the least healthy thing. Um, Hit me. Right away, they opened the article with um, saying that, like, obviously eating less of Subway is healthier than eating more (laughs) of it. The first, like, sandwich criteria here is portion control. (laughs) Nice. So six inch and under. Yeah, literally. It's like if you get a foot long, you're doubling your calorie intake. You're doubling um, your chance of dying. You're sh- shortening your lifespan by half. Mm-hmm. Every inch <laughs> is a minute off your life. Bare minimum, yeah. Minimum. And if it's tuna, it's probably like, you know, a year off of your life or two years off your life. It really depends on what's in it. We will th- that story, the tuna story for the breadheads. It's it's freshly toasted out of the oven today. So we will report more back on it as it unfolds and we learn more about these mystery ingredients. Anyways, back to you, Eric. 
bet. Um, so the key ideas here, you want to reduce your intake of saturated fat and sodium. Um, so Ty, do you want to actually guess what the healthiest options are? Mm-hmm. Um, There's three that are listed here. And this is, uh, this is an Australian website. So it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag here. Damn. But you, one of them is something we share in common with Australia. So do you want to hit us with what you think that one is? It's got to be the veggie sub. The meat is so sodium rich at Subway that it's like, it tastes like the sea. <laughs> but you know what? I think uh, it, the veggie sub obviously counts. Obviously, it's like the most healthy, mm. but it, I don't think it counts in this uh, in this account here. So we got to like think of think an up, actual protein. Think outside <laughs> the veggie section. Got it. The veggie, the veggie sub is like the middle of the bingo card. <laughs> it's the free free play yeah um it's not a meat though i'll give you a hint there that's a fact okay so i'm gonna go with uh the turkey breast no sir no but that's like the most Close. flavorless of the meats <laughs> flavor uh does equal bad <laughs> bad for you um but not in this case so actually the best thing you can order is the veggie patty no way yeah dude that thing looks like it was developed in a lab in wuhan in a like <laughs> stage four lab or whatever but uh this thing has actually got 16 grams of protein it's got low fat um low carbs low sugar yeah man it's superhero <laughs> food like i walk out of subway after a foot long veggie patty i feel like a fucking avenger man i'm about to like take off to take off to space shoot me to the moon but like not in a good way because i've seen you eat the veggie patty and you were the most lethargic after that than anything else Mm -hmm. like only closely rivaling the beyond meatball Mm -hmm. that's a fair point so physically i'm um literally deteriorating but (laughs) uh, mentally i'm alive and well Mm mm-hmm um, so I'm, I'm going to read off the, uh, least three least healthy subway orders. Um, so the first one here is the meatball melt with, with marinara specified. Nice. Um, that does have the most protein out of the six things here on this list. Um, but it is also has the highest fat content and the highest sodium. It has mm. 1500 milligrams per serving. Damn. I don't know what um, to compare that to, but it's probably a lot. Well, the veggie has the six inch veggie patty has 500 milligrams. So it's three times that. Wow. And I assume the veggie patty had like more sodium than a daily intake. So yeah, it's already up there. Um, So when Subway claims that it's not fast food or when it says it's like, you know, a healthy option, Mm -hmm. they're really just talking about like, get as little as possible. (laughs) Like, don't get the bread. (laughs) <laughs> get, the, get the protein bowl and then hold the protein like just get just vegetables mm-hmm. so is that a loophole that they've discovered mm-hmm. where they can like safely claim that i don't know we'll leave that for, for the listeners mm-hmm. um but the other two are the footlong pizza melt again with marinara yep. and then the footlong bmt <laughs> wow so our two heavy hitters me and you man i gotta rethink the um my marinara moves now i didn't realize the marinara was so rich with sodium i i had but we never had uh, my, my my assumptions about it i always guessed yeah i mean i had my assumptions about you as well ty but you know those were disproved mm-hmm. yeah um 
you know, the marinara though, I think it's a nice little treat for us and we shouldn't give that up too easily. No, it's we don't go to, we don't go to Subway as like a daily driver. It's like our cheat day. Yeah. Subway <laughs> is always cheat day. That's a fact. You know, We're a couple of cheaters over here. You know, it's cheat day when you're like anxiously looking out the window to make sure no one you know walks by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you see a coworker uh, grab their like husband's ass. Yeah. Outside Subway. That was a nice moment too. Mm-hmm. That did happen once. <laughs> a lot can a lot of regular culture can be observed from Subway, both inside and outside. Mm-hmm. It really is um, a ecosystem that represents humans in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly uh, animal kingdom out there. Rar. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I think we should maybe call this episode, Eric. Absolutely, we gotta get some get down to some business now. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's been a time. It's been a time. Lots of subway related news today. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, don't want to close her out, Ty. Yeah, I uh, just a shout out to Subway. Thanks for always. Um, just dropping the meatball because it makes our job easy. We we switched Absolutely. from we switched from cultural t- critique to hard hitting journalism as a podcast. Absolutely, and absolutely. Uh, I quite like this new rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, it's been fun. <laughs> um, all right, breadheads, thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, be sure to you know rate us on Spotify and Apple Music. Don't worry about the other dumb ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Facts, but uh, yeah, shoot us a follow too. Yeah, hit us on um, Instagram too. Lots of good memes there. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Later, Ty. Ciao.